Hi guys, um, it's Esmeralda. Welcome to episode 22 of the Diversified Experience with Esmeralda and myself. So I recently found out a little bit more analytics um, through the platform that I use um, that I use to record my podcast and that they distribute it for me to the different um, podcast platforms. So they on their website they have way more analytics but i had never gone on their website because i'm always just using my phone and i use the app on my phone to do everything i need distribute record blah blah which is just the basic things so i found out that i found out my top five episodes and one of them is where i go into detail on how i started to travel on my own and for this episode, I'm going to talk about my first solo trip, just solely that trip, um, which was which was when I was 20 years old. I went to Hawaii. If you don't know, that's how you actually pronounce Hawaii. We always say Hawaii, but it's not pronounced like that. They'll let you know if you ever go or if you've ever gone, they know. And I went to Oahu. So just a background story, if you haven't heard um, that episode, I started solo traveling on my own when I traveling is my bad when I was 20 years old two zero 20 years old so how did that happen um, I was I got out of high school and I remember I used to tell one of my friends one or two of my friends because believe me I even at that age I knew that you don't travel with a lot of people some people like to but it's just a bunch of bullshit sometimes you know it schedules and this and that and it holds you back and arguments some of you know what I'm talking about um, anyway so on and off she would always have excuses here and there blah blah so it never happened and I remember I would tell her that I would I would feel so bad I remember even telling her I feel I don't live if I'm not traveling I had told you I wanted to do this well anyways one of my friends they're there it's a couple they're married but my friend um, he used to work with me at the hospital and I mentioned this issue to her to him and his wife happened to start traveling by herself and she's gone all over the world. She's a little bit older than I am. Both of they are. And she started as well when she was 20 years old. So I was like, hey, tell her what advice she should give me. And I was just so, she knows it from when I was younger. It's just that there was a long time that we didn't see each other, but she's always been somebody that has known my family, known myself since I was like a little toddler. And, oh, excuse me. And he came back the next day and he's like, oh, she said to just go, just do it. You know, mentally prepare yourself and just go, do it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna do this. So I had, I started working at the hospital like in May, April, May around there. Cause I remember I just finished my first associates. And during that time I ended up leaving, um, ended up not stopped working at the hospital. So I said to myself, I, I prepared myself and I went to go see, I was like, I wanna go to, I had been telling her, oh, let's take us through a weekend, let's go to Hawaii, just two, three days, blah, blah, you know, this and that, it never happened. So, I was like, no, I'm gonna do this on my own, I'm gonna do it. So, I went to my aunt, cause she's gone to different islands in Hawaii with my uncle, with my mom's brother, and she helped me just look at little packages, stuff like that, like pre-booked, um, pre-booked um, tours and things like that. And she's like, you have to do, you have to have to do a, um, a luau. Anyways, side note, I think they're overrated. I really don't think they're all that. 
that's very part of their their culture and you get to see a lot of things and stuff like that and eat a lot of food I love to eat um, so like I said I went to Oahu so I did that I booked my I said I stayed in one of the hotels on the Waikiki Beach Walk which is a very popular kind of strip like place just like the strip in Vegas you know it's just like a long street of a bunch of stuff it's kind of like that that's, that's why it's called the beach walk because um, there's beach there's everything from Chanel Louis Vuitton to smaller mid-sized brands to shop that's where you go if, if you want to go to any place in Hawaii and you want to shop you go to Oahu especially that place um, so I, I booked all that so I I booked it and I left within like a month, I think, or within that same month. Because I remember, I think I went the last few days of June. I went for a week. The last few days of May, I'm sorry, into June. Give me a second, I want to take a sip of what I'm drinking. Sometimes my voice gets a little crispy, so I need to have something <laughs> close to me. Um, what was I? Anyways, I, I obviously I booked my airfare, I booked my hotel, I, I pre-booked certain trips, um, tours, I'm sorry. So when I get there, so I, what I recommend, I don't know if, what people do when they go on vacations. Um, I think people literally just book the airfare and hotel, which is fine. But I mean, if you can look, I don't know why you would just want to go somewhere and just you know just figure it out there I mean I understand if you're going for a long time and half of the time you do that but what I do is I obviously start research and I didn't do too much research because obviously it was in the states but I will detail my other trips that are way bigger into the Asian continent different countries there um, in a different podcast so this was just for the Hawaii one but I remember looking since I got a little package and I already had a, a few tours. I remember before I left, I had like a sunset dinner on a big boat, blah, blah, and with little entertainment. I had, again, the luau. I, what else? Oh, a, a, a tour guide, a, a tour guide, obviously, yeah, it's a tour, to go walk in like the rainforest, have a little hike, not walk, it was a little hike, because we went up there we went to go see one of their waterfalls long ass waterfall um very nice it was very thin it's not like a like a very long thick you you think of waterfalls as sometimes they're pretty thick and in width this one was pretty slim and i think that she had said it was usually a little bit more fuller in past times the girl my tour guide for that um tour was an ex navy seal and she had she was there because in case you don't know there is a military base there so a lot of the tour guides are ex-military or, or yeah probably yeah ex-military i don't know if they're they could be working there and be in the military maybe i don't i don't know how that works too well and i just remember that i um obviously pearl harbor and you know what, you guys, uh, yeah, like two days ago or yesterday, I don't even know when, I was recording this exact episode, and since I'm doing it on my phone, what ended up happening, I ended up getting a stupid call, and it totally just messed it up, and it stopped recording. Um, I, I didn't, I obviously, I declined the call, and then I see that I stopped recording, and I'm like, great. I really don't want to deal with editing and stuff.
stuff like that. I could have just tried to pick up where it was, but I didn't want to deal with that. So I was like, oh, I was already bummed. So I ended up deleting that. Thankfully, it was not even 15 minutes. It was like 10 minutes. So what I ended up doing is um, I was like, okay, I'll just do it later on. So, but anyways, when I remember recording and I was detailing the, the ones I pre-booked before I left, and I cannot believe that I forgot to mention Pearl Harbor. Like, I cannot believe it. So anyways, and then there's another one. While I was there, there was like an extra small little tour to go see the USS Missouri, which is the ship that ended World War II. I forgot to mention that one as well. The only two that I remember that I mentioned, well, it doesn't matter whether I mentioned it or not, two other ones i left certain days even i remember my aunt was like you have to pick one or two days to yourself either just go down the beach or do something there um and i'm like yeah you're right so you know what i always do that i always pre-book certain tours because obviously i start researching especially if you're going to go to a different country um that you don't know very well the language or the language at all period you especially as americans because i feel that <laughs> i don't know a lot of in case you don't know, a lot of countries really look up to the Western culture. You go to any country and they at least speak very little English, okay? You won't easily have them, they won't easily be speaking another language. Okay, so if you speak fluent English and you go to a different country, you're very likely not going to have too, too much of an issue because, I mean, everywhere I've gone, they speak a little bit of English. Not all the time, but at least they know like certain words. And sometimes I can have like a small little conversation with them and they know what I'm saying. Cause I've gone to certain places where they, the people speak, you know, like, like a, either a restaurant or something or a small place and they just don't know much, but they know a little bit of English words and they recognize that. So they recognize the Western culture. That's what they call us. They call us Westerners because we're in the Western, the West side of the world. In case you didn't know, um, the Western Hemisphere and the Eastern Hemisphere is obviously, you know, China, all the Asian, all the Asian countries, Middle Eastern type of that's that side, Europe. That's the Eastern Hemisphere. Um, so back to what I was saying, I always pre-book certain small things because I mean, obviously for time, and you, I'm sure you get a better discount. Maybe not. I don't know. Sometimes you can, depending on what you use. So, and sometimes, not sometimes, but I've, I've done that all the time. I'll leave certain days. I'll leave certain days kind of like free. Like I have nothing booked for this day, nothing pre-booked. And I'll I'll use that to explore the city, explore the little, just anything. and Or I wait till I see something with the concierge. So anyways, back to me leaving to Hawaii. So I can swear my package there was an option where when you get there, I mean, because obviously I didn't fly first class. No, I didn't. Um, so I'm sure when you fly first class or higher end airlines, when you get there, no matter what, you'll get a lay, which is, you might think of it, it looks like a necklace with a lot of flowers, orchids. It's called a lay. Um, so that you get there and they put a lay on you. I could swear that maybe I paid an extra few bucks for that experience because I was like, oh my god, I kind of regret it even if, if I paid. But it was my first time, my first time booking a certain trip. And who knows, maybe I did overpay. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this time I don't I don't
have to like search around what would happen if you would get it separate unless you don't want to do that then okay whatever but uh, when, so anyways when I got there so going into my experience guiding you through obviously I flew from here I think I flew straight to Hawaii I think maybe I had like one or two layover I mean one hour or two hour layover but I don't think so I never like to do that that's all something that I've always looked when I travel I always tell my travel agent or either myself because now I do everything on my own I don't need help I don't like to I don't like to um have a lot of layover, layovers and if there are one and it's not gonna last a long time and they've, they've never had so I always fly directly into the country and then take a domestic flight to where I'm going um, talking about international flights but sidetrack sorry going back to me getting to Oahu so I get there and I did have that experience that when you get into the airport I walked a little bit it was kind of empty and before I got to my to getting my bags there was a girl waiting there like in the hawaiian traditional um outfit i guess didn't even have a damn smile on her face she looked bitter as hell i remember thinking shit people are coming for vacation this is an expensive ass place like what the hell are you doing put a smile on your face anyway she just i think she's always i think she was like welcome to hawaii or something like that and i i could swear she didn't even look at me but i was like oh whatever nasty um, I don't remember if I did get an uh, actual flower lay or a shell lay. I think it was shells. And who knows? I wonder why I don't have it. Maybe I do have it. I just... It's stuck somewhere. Anyways, I go to get my bags. And then I had already... Close to all my transportation, I had already pre-booked. Especially for the tours. Obviously, most of the time, there, are, there is always transportation. Um, obviously, right? But no, I think sometimes there's certain people that have to get there. I remember seeing that when I was there. But anyways, I had booked a little, not even, it's not even a bus. It was like a small little type of van, you know, those squared looking ones. There was two other ladies in there. Uh, this time was a shared booking. Other times I've done a private booking, just me, my, just myself and the chauffeur. So I get there and I'm on my way to to my hotel. I remember having in my head, me never gone to this place, having said, you know, in my head, like this exotic, beautiful place. So as we're driving, I see like a bunch of suburb, like, it looks like a little town, okay? I don't care if it's on an island, it still looks like a town, period, period. I don't care, if that's how, they're small, but yet they're still kind of big. You know, if you really want to go on a private island, the whole kind of like Gilligan's Island that is a private island that type of island if you want that you're not gonna have cars you're gonna have probably small little type of vehicles and you know I have stayed in an island like that it's called Riley Beach outside of Krabi in Thailand I'll tell you about that later but if like in my head I did have that feeling so in that vision so when I get there we're going by all these places and I see this ugly ass looking apartments and houses and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, why does it look this way? Like, in, I, again, I don't know why I felt that way, why I had that pre-image in my head, but I did. And I was just like, oh, great. This shit's gonna suck. I wasn't excited at all. It was just like, casino, that I was just so confused. But anyways, I get to my hotel. Um, I remember just looking at my hotel, just seeing all, just getting a feel for like the small little place there is. Um, like the, 
surrounding, not neighborhoods, but you know, streets. At least you do that. If someone goes by themselves or maybe afraid and you don't want to, I don't know, you don't want to wander or whatever, you know what I would do? I would go one, get out of my hotel, you go one way straight and then you come back. You go the other way and then you come back. There's always these little streets. At least do that. So I always, no matter what, I will probably always do something like that. Take a little stroll, a little walk, get a feel for how things are. My hotel, like again, was on the Waikiki Beach Walk, so I was pretty, um, I was pretty close to Duke's Canoe Club. Um, in the Princess something. I don't know, some some Hawaiian name. It's it's a hotel. I had dinner there. I had dinner at Deuce Canoe Club. It's overrated, overrated, and you pay a lot. It's a little pricey, so don't do it. Um, anyways, I don't remember in order what I, what I, what tours I did, but there is just so many moments in the smallest tour and the smallest people I met. So let me tell you about two other. Let me just give you exactly what I did the two tours that I booked and then I'll go into detail into all the different tours and hopefully I'll be able to get this in within an hour and I know I'm gonna miss something so when I was there I booked the USS Missouri go you actually get on the ship okay and I have pictures of that I got on it got everywhere um, that I booked when I was I went to go see Pearl Harbor and I booked that one two other ones that I booked I went on a morning type of tour to go see dolphins and a good thing is that when you do certain morning trips and certain lunch trips i say lunch because of the time there's always different tours and there's time so i remember the girl saying you know what you should do the morning you get up super early but it's worth it because you're gonna pay the same as if you would go during like the lunch type of you know schedule like either from 12 to i don't know i don't remember the, the time but there'll be different times and she's like oh you get breakfast and lunch and I'm like oh perfect I'll do that that way you know I don't have to pay nothing here blah blah or whatever I think I probably had a free breakfast shit I don't know but I ended up doing that so it's a little type of I don't know if you'd call it or y'all I forgot the freaking name of the it's probably not but it was a nice little boat it was a nice one it was a few other people um and let me tell you about the other one, and then I'll go into details, like I said. I went to go swim with sharks. Yes, go swim with them. Obviously, I was inside a cage, but I can't swim, so this cage actually floats. You're in a floating cage, and you're you're out there with in the middle. You get dunked in the middle with sharks, and I remember being a little kind of like, not afraid, but like, oh my God, like, is this really happening? And it took me a while to actually look down and to actually see the sharks. Sadly, I didn't know I was gonna do that and I had like a just whatever camera, basic camera that was not waterproof. So I bought a disposable waterproof camera, got here, got back to, the, to California. All the pictures were just black, so some shit happened. I swear sometimes I wanna go back just to get that damn footage. But anyways, um, I, I think one of the first ones I did, and as I'm talking to you, I'm remembering little interesting things that happened in these tours, and it's just so weird. I just, it just makes me really upset that I can't share much. I mean, obviously, because it's just audio, but I really wish I was, I had this platform and was building my platforms at that age, because I would have so much. But you know what? Thankfully, I do have pictures, at 
later on when I set up my vlog, I don't know when, I'm sorry, I'm spread thin. Those pictures, I'm gonna make a whole video of that, of those pictures, and who knows, maybe I'll talk here and there, a little video of myself, and just remembering things. But let's talk about the Pearl Harbor Memorial. So, an interesting, interesting thing, my tour guide, it was actually just my driver. You, you can kind of consider him the tour guide because when you go on, on, on it, some of these tours, sometimes, especially in Hawaii, a lot of times they drive you to certain places and they'll point things out. So I remember he took us to, I don't know, I think it's a veteran cemetery and I think it's literally specific just for veterans and you cannot go in there unless you have someone buried there. And I think obviously it's probably only for veterans or military people. I remember we just, I think he said that we couldn't even stop to get off. We just went and made a loop inside and then came out. And he would, you know, it's something cool to see, I guess. Um, I don't think a lot of places have that. And it was like a nice area, like up in the mountains and stuff like that. So he, that guy was ex-Navy. So I again, I don't remember if he was ex-Navy. I don't, but anyways, he was in the Navy. He was a Navy SEAL. He, so if you guys have, have you guys watched Transformers? So there is, I think the second movie where they get, who the hell is the bad guy that they kill? Well, anyways, you, you're gonna remember this. There's one of the bad guys that they get and in the beginning of the movie, they're showing big, you know, it's, it's filmed from the top and they're throwing the bad. I know it's not obviously Optimus Prime, I forgot, that's the good one, I forgot his name. They get him and they throw him in the ocean. He's dead and he's surrounded by Navy ships. So those are actual Navy ships. My tour guide, that the one I'm speaking about that, you know, took me to Pearl Harbor, what drove me there, because when you went in there, it was it's completely different, and you'll understand right now, he was on those boats, so he's like, he, I have a picture with him, he's super tall, um, I think it was white, he looked straight up white, I don't know if, yeah, I think he was, um, so he told us that story, like, how cool is that, so he said, you know what, they, they wanted to use, obviously, our, and it was filmed off of Pearl Harbor in Oahu, so that is cool. I got to meet him. He's like, you know what? We're actually all, I'm actually on that boat. You obviously can't see me because it's just from, you know, high up. But they can, if you want to use those type of ships, you obviously have to include the Navy. Um, can you imagine that? That, that was, that's just super cool. But anyways, he drove us to Pearl Harbor. So when you get there, um, I don't think he was able to go inside. We just got in and the little tour they did on the own, the people who worked there. So I remember getting there and it's so nice because I think, I guess so there's, there was um, people, there was ex-military um, working there in the little shops. I could swear that they said that some of the survivors would still work there. Um, I don't know by this time how many there is left because I don't remember the exact amount of how many actually survived. But there is some that survived, I'll give you a story later on and obviously that's something you could google as part of history so I went there and I'm waiting and I meet this other older white lady with her aunt that's way older that's you know the lady was like 40 something and her aunt was like maybe 60 something very nice lady so I think that they were on the tour bus with me so I ended up obviously they saw I was by myself and you're always intrigued by people when you're by yourself because you're admired so much it's like wow you're by yourself blah blah because you know what there's people who die wishing they 
one, travel. Two, have the balls to travel on their own. There really, really is. It's something that, you know, not a lot of people can do. Not a lot of mindsets can do it. Anyways, we're sitting there because we're waiting for, like, the program to start. Because we had a certain time we were going to take the memorial. Because it's obviously very organized. So we're sitting there and I just see some pretty type of birds looking cardinals. Just like regular birds. Like you hear in the stage, you just see pigeons and stuff like that. They all look the same. Such beautiful looking birds. Um, I have a picture of that as well. So when, let me try to see if I can really picture, paint a vivid picture of, you know, Pearl Harbor Memorial. So you go into this like theater looking place and you sit and you watch like a movie of what actually happened and people speaking and stuff like that after that you get put on a boat and you get taken to where the actual memorial is so it's like a it's like a long strip looking white building and that was made in memorial next to the ship there's the ship is still parts of it is that stayed there it's still there um it never moved you know they left it there you see parts of it you see kind of parts of the top um i think that they said that most of them because you got a lot of details um so when you get to this it's like a long like a weird type of rectangle thin cube white on the water and you it's like a building on the water in the middle of the water you get in there and you pass and towards the end there's like a little Kind of like when you go to the cemetery and you see a lot of names, that's kind of what there is. That's what there is at the end. And on the side, you get to see the parts of the boat because you just get to look down. And one thing I learned that's interesting that people don't always, I'm sure you don't easily find this online, that recently, when I had went, it was, well, seven years ago because I'm 27. So yeah, seven years ago. So what was that like? 2012 yeah okay around there 2011 2012 whatever um so um she said at that time she's like oh just recently like 2000 and something it wasn't like very very long time but they were uh, they were giving the option to the survivors to be when they passed away they wanted to be um kind of taken down there because everybody people who died on this ship you guys they they burned so their bodies stayed down down there you know i could swear that i think they said close to none of them were recovered because it's like 80 or 90 percent burned a lot of it was burned obviously because it was bombed um so they were getting options when they passed away to be taken down there which is kind of it's kind of cool and nice i'm sure that I'm sure a lot of people have done it, a lot of, you know, ex-military. So, I remember, and it's it's very simple, but it's, it's pretty cool to see. It's part of history, big part of history, the first time. In case you don't know why it's famous, it was the first time that we were attacked on our own soil. And I remember getting out with this lady, and her aunt was pretty old and like I said, she was pretty old and she was, they were both kind of chubby and her aunt literally couldn't walk anymore. She's like, no, I can't do it. We had, uh, I think we had already bought the tickets to go on the USS Missouri, which is just like a few, we just had to walk a little bit, like kind of like to the other side of the harbor. And 
I guess her, we had already bought them. But anyways, her niece, we ended up leaving her there. Cause she's like, no, you guys go, you guys go do this. I can't go, I can't walk anymore. And we weren't really walking. So she's like, are you sure? Are you sure? She's like, yeah, go. So she ended up staying, you know, cause it's like a little patio area. It's not just, you know, a building or something. So she ended up staying there. And we went to the USS Missouri. We took a tour. Again, we got on the ship. This ship ended World War II. The Japanese had to go on this ship to sign over, you know, certain papers. Um, I don't know if that still happens or that happened just in that war. It's kind of weird, but obviously, you know, I'm sure obviously things have changed. So when the girl who gave us, so we had the option when we got on there to either go by ourselves and just wander or wait for a specific tour guide to give us a little, a little, um, kind of like a little background and then we would go by ourselves so we obviously the lady and I, I don't even remember her name I remember her face clearly how she looks and her aunt's face we decided to wait and there was this girl and she was so emotional I could probably swear she was talking about she probably had a military background or had a military family or but you could tell the emotion in her face so you're there some details I remember she said oh she said the names of the people of the Japanese who got on I think there was like two or three of them the one I do remember if I'm not mistaken it was a specific guy who had to get on to sign over the military so specific details that happened when they got on that boat they said that they expressed like that there was like a million eyes looking at them because obviously everybody all the navy seals were on the boat and they were just looking down on them and this that is an old ship so when the war started that ship was still being built um so it actually ended when it when the war started it wasn't obviously involved but it did end world war ii um and that's that's kind of what it means what i'm telling you so she it's not the same as the ships we have now. So I remember she said that when they had to fire, like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if they're called cannons. I have a picture of them as well. You're gonna hear that a lot. Um, she said that they had to kind of, like, nobody could be around them. That when those things fired, that the water around the boat would boil. And they're huge. They're freaking huge and long. So something else that I remember details that when these individuals but people the head of the you know Japanese side they when they got on the boat to sign these documents for the for us the United States they were forced to sign them with their back facing their country so wherever their country was at their back was facing it and something else I remember they had to kind of not kneel but kind of like get kind of knew a little bit to do that and I think the guy who signed over for the military that he did not do none of that he did I think still face his back because obviously was he gonna do move move the documents or something I think that that's the only that he was like super he was like the one who like he did not do this he did not do that um I really wish I had more details about this anyways parts i think there's a big blowout of the documents that signed there i don't think there were the actual documents i do remember them stating that or either saying oh this is a blowout and then he's are these are the actual documents um i have to look back at my pictures too um there was a certain cabin that 
that's obviously just for the captain. That cabin looked really nice. You should see the inside of these other places. It looks like a prison. I've never been inside a prison, but you've probably seen shows or you can look up or things made up on TV that look like prisons, a bunch of metal crap everywhere. That's how they looked. That's how that place looks. Um, two, it is under, the USS Missouri is still under, um, it has to be kept up to Navy standards. So it's not like it just belongs to like a company or something like that. It's still, you know, Navy property. So the Navy comes in here and there and the ship has to be kept up to their standards. Two, there's something else. An interesting story. I guess there was other small details about this, but I'll probably remember. An interesting story. Um, and there is, I think even on the I, even on the boat, there is an actual small thing that it says this story. So what the Japanese would do, and I'm sure they did many different things. So if you wanted to be in the war on the Japanese side, so what you would do, you would attend your own funeral. That's exactly what the girl said. So you would attend your own funeral because what they would do is they would send you over to our side to bomb us, but you would have bombs strapped onto you and you would obviously die. So I think that the bombs, as soon as they would touch something or as soon as it would fall land, they would explode. So there was one, I don't know if it was just one, but I could guarantee you it was just one that did not explode. So it hit the USS Missouri and it did not explode and there's still a dent on the ship. So the captain of the ship, you know, he he said, you know what, somebody who serves our country does deserves a good, you know, funeral. So they actually gave this guy a, a, a funeral on their ship. I forgot specifically what they did, but they did that for them. And can you believe it? There's like no, no, he, yes, he died. He died, I'm pretty sure, of impact because his bomb did not explode. And obviously nobody knows why, but it was, it was, you know, kind of weird. And it's interesting. And I'm sorry, I do not feel those type of men, this captain who did this. If that shit would happen now, I don't easily think that would happen. I'm, they're so good people, yes. But when we think about me that I don't know too, too much about... Um, specific presidents um, like other people do I have other friends that know every detail about a lot of presidents I just don't see the basics but when you look at people like George Washington Abraham Lincoln I do not think we have the same men we do and look at what this guy did the captain did for this you know young man um, that's an interesting thing I literally remember taking and I have a picture of the dent and it's a small dent um, well, maybe it, I just remember it looking small, but yeah, that's another interesting story. So I'm gonna jump back into um, what other trip. So when I went to go see the rainforest, um, it was a little hike in the little rainforest. We went up the little, like I explained, up, up the hills, mountains, not hills, my bad. So I remember getting in the van, I was picked up. There was this couple I could store, they were from San Diego. I can swear there was a third person. The girl, the white girl, she was ex-Navy. She knew a lot about the flowers around here, this and that. Again, she was stationed there. I remember she told me, she told us that as a student, she studied in the University, I think, of Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. All of them have like a biology 
microbiology marine type of um, background so they obviously know about a lot of things like that she knew even the simplest thing of like a flower and stuff like that I remember her saying oh if you guys need to try she gave me a specific name I could swear I've seen them before it's I think spam with rice and seaweed she said that they were like very cheap at like a convenience store and she lived off that on her college year I met this other girl from New Zealand or something like that somewhere over there white looking blonde girl tall thin so she was there traveling by herself as well so she was traveling different places in the United States because she said oh I want to I'm going to different schools and different places of the states because I want to better my English she had perfect English she had a very minimal accent she's like because when I go back to school um, I guess I would like New Zealand stuff like that I, I wish I could remember but it was somewhere over there she's like oh really I'm gonna go study real estate my bachelor's in real estate it's, it's a very big thing over there in her country and I just want to better my English so she was doing that she was living she was in Hawaii she was there renting for like a month or two and taking I guess she called them language school so I'm sure it was like just a class or something to better her English and at the same time she was traveling and I remember her I remember taking a picture with her we went out there together and you know and we didn't exchange emails or anything but you know that's a memory and after Hawaii she was going to San Diego so two another trip let me see let me just tell you real quick about the when I went on the boat it was a night a sunset dinner and I was on a big boat with a lot of people like one of those long ass boats when it's like a little I don't know what the type of boat it was but there's like a freaking big old huge dance floor in there I went there I sat at the table with I could swear it was like an Indian girl and I could I think it was her dad because they seemed kind of lovey-dovey I mean I think it was her husband he looked older and they had a kid and I sat with them and you know we were talking here and there um, I don't remember much about that it was just a simple dinner and you know what I'm sorry I do feel a lot of the things are lightly overrated there so just be careful I never got to see if I actually paid more than what I should just from getting a pre-package but um, it was my first time so to what else let me see which do i want to choose next oh i'm sure you want to hear about the shark one so i'm gonna end it with the shark one i'm gonna do a part two hopefully i remember everything i spoke about and i'll just um i'll just because i'm already at close to 40 minutes and i can only do 60 minutes and my my throat's already getting kind of weird it's kind of scratchy and stuff like that because i'm not used to too much talking especially for such a long period so I remember going to the concierge. So every hotel, close to every hotel I've gone to, they have a concierge. Or they'll even have a company that'll go every so often and you can book tours through them. So that's, I always leave that because you never know, not everything you can find online pre-booked. So, I was taking a sip of, so many drinks, sorry. I remember, I don't even know if I questioned them like oh I think they probably did tell me because obviously I can't swim but I could swear in my head I don't remember questioning them but obviously I probably did because well, what the hell was I thinking so anyways I I see that 
at the hotel. I book it. Um, I have to. I had to get up early, and it was kind of like one of the last few days that I was there. I was kind of thinking about it because I could sort of paid a few hundred bucks, maybe two or three. I don't know. It, it wasn't cheap, so I think I was kind of debating it. I don't know why. If I had worked for two years and gone to school, and I had, you know, I had enough saved up, but so. I got the, I could swear it was like 5 or 6 a.m. I got the super early one. And I'm lucky because the winds were so high that after mine, they had to cancel those. Um, th those, those, um, those trips. So, obviously, I get to, um, they pick me up early. A little van. We get to this little harbor and we get put on this, like, fish like fishing boat small ass little boat like uh, I could swear like in my head I feel it's smaller than what it actually was but small boat small thing in the middle you know where we all sit and there was three four six I think I could swear there was like six or seven people probably even more I remember those three military guys then there was like two or three older men or two men and then two children. So I remember there was a girl. I remember her clearly because when we get there, he's like, oh, I understand that somebody's just gonna join, but they're not gonna get in the water. And this older white man kind of starts laughing and looking at the girl, I guess her da his daughter. And this guy laughing at this girl ended up getting so sick from this little ride that he didn't even go in there. But that was hilarious. Anyways, um, there was them, there was that other couple and then myself, and then the two people, the one driving the boat, and then some other guy, Navy as well. So I remember being so kind of shocked that I just don't know how I didn't have, I think I was just shocked. I was kind of like numb, like, oh my God, I'm really doing this because I swear I feel more excited now. And I'm like, wait, why weren't you, like how did you have all these sharks? And you were like, oh my God, wow. Like, like I don't know, it was, it was a weird type of feeling. I was probably again just shocked. So I remember getting there. So we get there and the cage is kind of left out there. So I think it's like tied to like this thing. I forgot what it's called. But you know when you go to the ocean, there's like the orange thing or yellow thing. It's kind of floating there. I think it was tied to that. It was there. So we get there and the guy, um, one of the Navy guys, you know what he does? He gets, he, he has to go get it. He brings it close to the, close to the boat. He just takes a damn dive. You get in there, and I can swear he said it was five or eight hundred feet. It wasn't the hundreds, like high, like mid high hundreds of deep. It is, of course. Yeah, there's sharks everywhere. You get there, and they're close to everywhere. They start coming up. They're close. They're not the big white sharks or big whatever sharks. They're a little bit smaller ones. They're probably a little bit bigger than like what a dolphin would be. Maybe yeah, a little bit bigger, but it's not like if they're like a big old fat looking whale. That's not how they were. And I can swear. Um, I remember the name. I could swear they were tiger sharks or cat sharks, something like that. I, I could swear it was linked to like another different animal. And you know what? I think they had like print on them. So he just dives in there and I'm like, oh my God, that's like so amazing. I just thought it was kind of like normal. Not normal, but again, like I was like, oh yeah, he dived in there. Then later on it hit me like he really freaking dived in there. Went to go get the the cage and bring it closer so what they do is they bring it closer it's tied to a chain it's tied close so you could get in there and it's floating imagine a cage without the top and it has kind of like like the foot like i don't know what, what they're called but a certain thing around the whole cage at the top around 
circle thing that makes the cage float. So you're holding on to that. You're just holding on to that. I have my goggles. That's it. I had that camera. I remember getting in there with, yeah, this other guy, this other younger kid. He was with me. I could there was somebody else. But I remember he was next to me. I was the one who went who went last to get in. Um, so I remember just holding on and, and the the tide was pretty pretty strong. I remember it was moving and I could I was probably just shocked because I remember them kind of telling me something. And um I hadn't even dunked my head in like down in the water. I was just holding on to it. I think I needed to kind of digest it. And they then I look around and they're like, honey, look down. And I hadn't looked down and then I dunk my head and there they are. Probably not even a foot away from me. They were close as hell. Close. And I was just like, oh my god. And I would just come up for air. And then I would go down again. And the kid next to me, he could swim, so he was able to go a little bit down in the in the cage. Me, I was just there, and I remember taking pictures, and I remember we both at the same time had brought up our faces to get, you know, to get a breath, you know, to catch our breath. And I remember just looking at him, and he smiled at me, and I smiled at him. And it was just, it was, it was cool. Like, I've been contemplating to go back, like, a few times, because sometimes, because during certain times you'll just pay like four or five hundred bucks or something for the flight from certain places in California um, and you know what I'll probably just go back just to do that just to get footage because you know what it's not enough just to tell you it really really isn't um, but anyways I'm gonna have to do a part two I'm gonna have to let you guys go tell me what you thought of this um, Tweet me at Emerald MBA. So it is E M E R A L D M B A. I better have spelled that right. Um, anyways, sometimes I think even on my bio, somewhere on my profile on Anchor, you can see my ad handle. But from either IG or something. But let me know what you guys thought. I definitely, no matter what, I'm going to detail all my trips to you. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna have to do a part two because I th there's a few little details, a few little other trips. Like I didn't tell you about the luau. I didn't tell you about the, when I went to go see the dolphins. Oh, you know what I went to go see the dolphins? So I was taken to see something else that was in a big movie. I'm not gonna tell you what movie, but it was a pretty big movie. There was a, a lot of sequels of them and I saw the actual, I can't even tell you what it is, but it's big. So stay tuned for part two. Thank you for listening. Um, and yeah, that's it. Thank you guys. Bye.